0: Behold the truth of it. What does it symbolize? Paladin confidence. Stay in a tree? three.
1: the truth Welcome everybody to the Modern Horrors Podcast, episode 82 my name is Luke Rodriguez. I've got Jacob Hopkins sitting right across from me, and we are both of ModernHorrors.com. Go check it out sometime. Yeah, it's, a, it's, it's an okay site. It's, it looks all right. It's okay. You know what? We might not have the most content, and that is by design. For sure. We It's always been a, a mission of ours to only share what we think carries weight within the industry. We get hundreds of press releases that delete out the window, not worth it, not for you, our audience. We we cater to to those who want the very best out of the genre. The creme de la creme. That is right. You know I need to get better about deleting some. Mine
2: just sit in inbox purgatory. Okay, so when I say delete, <laughs> okay, you just mean I really ignored. just mean I slide
1: backwards <laughs> and go back to my inbox. Yeah,
2: Because yeah, you never know when I need to find that for whatever <laughs> exactly. random reason.
1: Exactly. Um. So Thanksgiving happened. It did? Did here you, you United, eat a lot of turkey? I mean, not really. Okay. So here in the United States, uh, for our international listeners, uh, Thanksgiving, I'm sure you you know, but it, it was this past week. And it were, it's kind of known for Americans just sitting around and stuffing their faces all day. Now, don't get it twisted. I did eat. <laughs> I did eat well, and I I enjoyed every minute of it, but this was the first Thanksgiving that I actually drank more than I eat. I don't normally drink on Thanksgiving, Yeah. but I drank to excess this year. Yeah, I did too, Uh, and my family doesn't drink, so I bought some beer
2: and then conned my brother into buying beer, Nice. and my dad's best friend from his childhood is there, and he is very loud and boisterous, and so we bought him some beer, and so the three of us just sat around, got super drunk, and just uh, was obnoxiously
1: loud in the kitchen. Very, yes, we are also <laughs> obnoxiously loud in the kitchen. Right. I feel like the kitchen for any party is the most social room in the house. Oh, I know, it really I don't is. know how it turns into that, but every house I go right? to, every party for any occasion, it's the motherfucking kitchen. Yeah, that's why we
2: kind of like my house. You know, we were looking at it because it's open to the li- living room. He's like, because that's where everyone's going to go anyways. Yeah. It's the fucking kitchen. Yeah, so.
1: <laughs> yeah absolutely. Uh, we did have someone new coming to hang out with us, a friend oh, of uh, nice. from my wife's work. She came and hang out. Bold and, move. <laughs> yeah, she learned quickly that we don't fuck around. Uh, around 12 beers deep, I think, Ooh. two bottles of Fireball and five bottles of oh, wine no. between like four people. Uh, oh, yeah. We were just blitz screaming like uh, Mariah Carey's "Always Be My Baby" well, yeah. at the top of our lungs <laughs> as loud as we possibly can. It was a good time, man. So hopefully, all of you guys, uh, you know, in the United States, had an awesome Thanksgiving. Hopefully, you were safe. Hopefully, you ate lots, and maybe you drank like uh, like we did. <laughs> you probably shouldn't have, but I, I hope you did. Yeah, tell us about it if you did. Right. This show is brought to you by the Phantom Podcast Network. What? And if you didn't know, uh, they've actually added a lot more shows to the network. Uh, Yeah, they did. Maybe since last time you checked them out. So if you haven't checked them out recently, go to SoundCloud, search for the Phantom Podcast Network, and you'll see a fucking myriad of (laughs) horror shows, uh, that you can just click the play button and listen to. So if you're not doing that right now, maybe you should. Yeah.
2: Give them a check out. You know, surely there's something there you can find something new. You know, you need something, something else in your life to talk
1: horror. Some people that I like quite a bit over there actually. And one, uh, I think Tim is running it, called the creepy, the super creepy fun time hour. Yeah. Oh, which man, that is a hell of a title. It's, for a, it's podcast. a good one. It's a good one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, anyways, uh, it, we're gonna do things a little bit differently this week. Bone curveballs. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, keep it fresh, right? <laughs> right. That's what it is. So, in round two, we're gonna be talking about the latest Netflix acquisition. It's got to be better than the last one, uh, called Mercy. There's uh, another mercy on there. There is <laughs> not that one. That the one's new one. Fucking terrible. <laughs> it's one of the lowest reviews I've given on the website. Right? Oh no! Uh, but there's a new one called Mercy, and it's actually one that's been on my radar for a while. So I was really excited to see Netflix pick it up. So now that it's out there, we figured we 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 talk about it in our normal fashion. Uh, coming up in the third round, we're gonna do Ask Modern Horrors. We've got some uh, a giveaway to them. Surprise again, motherfuckers. <laughs> uh, we got more shit to give away. This one's really, really cool. So I'm super excited about that. So if you submitted a question this week, thank you. You will be rewarded. Mm hmm. Do we want to talk about that when we get there? Yeah, we'll talk about that okay. more when we get there. Uh, and then we're going to do things way, way different in the last round. We're not going to do a game this week because Chad's not here and it's always just kind of phoning it in whenever it's just a too little people. bit. Uh, so this week, we're going to try something new. And because Mercy is available on Netflix, because it's so widely available, because most of you have probably already seen it, uh, we're going to have a spoiler discussion in the last segment, so we're going to put it at the end, just in case you don't want that shit to be spoiled and you haven't seen it yet, uh, we'll put it at the end, that way you can simply turn off at yeah. that point. Yeah,
2: after the Ask Modern Horrors, you know that,
1: uh, it's spoiler time, and so yep. it's an easy way to get the out, you watch the movie, you can
2: come back and hear it. Yep. seems a lot of confusion around this one, so hopefully we can clear it up. Yeah, I'm, I'm really
1: looking forward to the discussion, because I don't understand why there's a lot of confusion. <laughs>
2: I think I understand, but I don't personally
1: get it. Okay, so, yeah, we'll talk about
2: that more. (laughs) I think I
1: do kind of understand as well, but we'll talk about that more when we get there. We will. Uh, Before we get there, before we get to any of that shit, Jacob Hopkins, please, sir, take me through the news feed. Let's start with some exciting news, and that is
2: some Alien Covenant news. It was going to be... I can't remember where it was going to be. It was going to be much later in... August, August, that's right. And now it's been bumped up to May, Yeah, which fuck yeah that never happens and, n- no it doesn't in and, and the one time that i can recall recently it happened it got moved back into oblivion with <laughs> the bye-bye man, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah so uh and then we also got a kick-ass poster for this thing uh, is that poster not fucking awesome it, it really is it just says run and then the xenomorph on it
1: like a really snarly like yeah. Looking, xenomorph like your brain remembers it, yeah. Um, home run as far as a poster goes, Fuck like yeah. if we're talking about first impressions, f- nailed it, <laughs> right? right? Um, but let's talk a little bit more about Alien Covenant in or Covenant. Is it Covenant or Covent? Covenant? Covenant. Covenant. Yeah. Okay, okay. So, not coven, like a witch's. <laughs> no. Witchy xenomorphs. Witchy, around. <laughs> no. <laughs> uh, but this one, it's got a long production history. This movie has been a lot of things. Uh, it was really supposed to be Prometheus 2 whenever right. it started. Yep. But apparently, and I don't really understand this, but apparently, the majority of the people in the world hate Prometheus. Oh, yeah. Like, with a passion. Do you?
2: No, I enjoy it because I look at it as fan service. And really, I don't look at it as anything more. And I kind of enjoy that. It's got flaws for days. I can sit here and we could have a 15-minute conversation about flaws. It would be easy. But it it didn't take away from my enjoyment. It wasn't
1: the movie I wanted, though, Okay, in fairness. Uh, It wasn't the movie that I thought I was going to get, but I liked it. A lot. Like, I, I really, really... Like, it's a piece of sci-fi film. Right. Like, it stands on its own. Sure. With, like, nice little nods every once in a while right. to another movie that I know and like. <laughs> uh, it, it does that very well. So, this movie started production as a Prometheus sequel. And way, way back when, the original writer... Uh, and Ridley Scott, they were, they were mm-hmm. asked, like, hey, with would would the sequel, if you guys get to do one, is it really going to tie into the alien film from the 70s that mm-hmm. we all know and mm-hmm. love? And the writer was like, well, actually, no. Like, the more sequels that we do in Prometheus, we're going to get further and further away from yeah. the alien that you know. And everyone was just, womp, womp, you <laughs> know. <laughs> Fuck off with that shit. So at, at some point, uh, Neil Blomp Blomkamp, is that how you say his name? Nailed it. Yeah, okay, so <laughs> the guy that did District 9 mm-hmm. and Chippy, I believe. is the Chappy. Chappy, that's it, yeah. So that, that fella said, hey, I'm going to make an alien movie, and it's going to be awesome. It's going to have Ripley. It's going to have all these original actors. Here's some con- uh, some makeup tests that we've already done. Here's some concept art. Uh, it looked great. And then Ridley Scott, and everyone was pumped. Yeah. And Ridley Scott, who was a producer on that Neil movie, was like, how about we wait? I think I'm kind of wanting to make an alien movie now. I'm not feeling this.
2: I'm, i got my ear to the ground and yeah. I'm hearing some things.
1: People are really excited to get another alien movie, so let's pump the brakes on this. Let's do this uh, rebrand yeah. of uh, Prometheus, uh, and, and they turn it to pa- uh, Alien Paradise Lost. I believe which I actually think is a pretty rad it's, uh, it's okay, title especially when you read the synopsis.
2: I mean, sure, um,
0: it, but it,
1: as a standalone title though. Yeah, sure, sure sure, but apparently the movie is going to be about these guys, uh, this this group of people right. that are in space and they find this uh planet that is this paradise of sorts that looks like they how the fuck could this possibly just be here by itself and they run into David who the, the Michael Fassbender character uh, from the other Prometheus movie. So I guess he comes aboard the ship and, and obviously from the look of the poster shit goes south at some point. Well yeah,
2: I mean come on. Come on. She has gotta go gotta go south. I'm yeah. kind of excited to see um
1: oh why does his name just leave uh, Danny McBride how he does. Yeah, yeah. So he's the captain of the ship and uh, people have asked him in interviews since his, his casting was known, like, hey, is this going to be like kind of a funny movie? And he's Adam, sure. he's like, no, no, yeah, like, that's I'm like, excited this is not about a funny it. movie. Yeah,
2: because every time you see him, he's almost always that other character. He, you know, he's, uh, was it Westbound and Down or whatever? Eastbound. Eastbound and Down, <laughs> fuck
1: shit, man. The Stranger Things. <laughs>
2: the Other Spawn. <spot laughs> right, yes. He's always that kind of character, which is funny. I love him when he's doing that, but it will be nice to see him do something different.
1: Yeah, I mean, I always like seeing that stuff. I mean, like when Jim Carrey was in the number 23 or even when like uh, Will Ferrell did Stranger Than Fiction, like whenever these right. known comedic or yeah, comedic actors or actresses get to sort of not be typecast in that thing and do something else, they typically do really well. Yeah, that'll surprise you,
2: which I mean, I guess it shouldn't surprise us to be a comedian. You're putting on a, a very sp- specific act.
1: So what was dude's name in uh, The Neighbor, that comedian? Oh, Bill Engvall. He fucking nailed it. He show fucked
2: it, didn't yeah, he? Yeah, yeah. Uh, man, I'm I'm really... I mean, I think I would have been excited even if it would have been Prometheus 2. Sure. But definitely way more excited that it's going to be an actual alien movie.
1: Yeah, and it, they seem to be putting a lot of focus on, like, not only as an alien movie, but, like... You're going to get you some goddamn alien <laughs> right? And they said like, you know the face huggers are going to be in there, even oh, like the yeah. exploding stomach thing is going to be yeah, there. Yeah, yeah. chest and, burster. And even a new one called a uh, I think a neomorph. Oh okay, I think is going to be shown, which apparently it's leaked out on the internet from production seals and whatnot. I haven't looked at anything because I don't want to ruin the movie for myself, no. but it's a
2: thing. it, yeah. it exists. I, I'm excited. It sounds like uh, Ridley ate all the member berries. Yeah. Member? I do member, and I'm excited to member more. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> There's no miming mem- to this one. Wait till Helen comes. We just check that one out. It's a... Uh Apparently, it's a book.
1: I, I had no fucking idea that this was a book. Yeah, this is a bit of a weird one because uh, it's, it, this was actually one of those emails that we were talking about at the beginning of the show where I get it and I look at it and I'm like, eh. And this is why we keep it, just in case. Yeah, like, it looks fine. Like, there, there's nothing special about it in any way, but it looks okay. Uh, and then... Whenever we were doing our giveaway uh, with Terror Films, so shout out to everybody that participated in that. We gave mm. over, we yep. gave out over 150 movies for free last month. Hell in case you missed it, yeah. That and is, the Reddit community came through and gave some love. Yeah, absolutely. So while I was there checking out, you know, Reddit, while you know, just check out the wares while I'm in town. Um, there was actually a thread on this movie, Wait Till Helen Comes. Is, mm-hmm. that, is that what it is? Yep. Okay. Uh, and apparently, and I was like, well that's interesting. This is that movie that I just didn't give a fuck about a second ago. So I looked at it and a lot of people were really excited because apparently this is a really well-known book that I don't yeah. know shit about. We've already discussed my reading habits <laughs> last week. Uh, but people seem to really like this.
2: Which is weird. I saw that it's on some school reading list. It was never on my school reading list. Of course the book may have been after my time. It was fairness. on one of mine. I, I still didn't read it. <laughs> You're just like fuck that shit. I never did. Uh, it shit. seems kind of like a heavy thing to have on a school reading list, but eh, I mean, whatever. I'm I guess sure. it looked beautiful. I just wasn't really feeling the acting. It was just a trailer, but I yeah. wasn't feeling it.
1: And to be honest, I wasn't really liking the aesthetic of it either. I mean, I think it looked very drab and absent of color, and just uh, like <laughs> didn't really do it. Didn't do anything for me on any level. It seemed like a very generic horror film and maybe i'm wrong you know i would like to be wrong apparently it's got really good source material to work with and maybe that just isn't conveyed very well in a you know a two minute trailer sure. yeah, maybe not
2: no i think you're right i think it's going to be a very generic kind of blah horror film but the one thing this thing could excel at is give the fans
1: of the book a a visual experience. You know what that's interesting because one of the things uh, one of the first lines of the people on Reddit that were so excited they were like, "Oh my god, like that church looks exactly like I envisioned it in my mind." Like so people were really excited for that. That's cool, man. Yeah,
2: and that's okay. I don't mind I don't mind the film existing to kind of, you know, fan service like we right. were talking about with Prometheus. I'm okay with that. Uh, it's just good chance it's not going to be for me.
1: Yeah. I mean, I can I can almost guarantee that, but I'm happy to be wrong. Oh, well, sure.
2: Yeah, we'll we'll more than happy take our words back when we're wrong. Sure. Another trailer that we uh just came across, The Domicile. And uh whew. So this one's this <laughs> yeah, like, how you, you, like
1: you couldn't see it, but Luke's gearing himself up for this one. <laughs> so this one's uh interesting, right? For a lot of the same kind of the kind of opposite reasons of yeah, Until Helen comes, uh because this one I think Aesthetically, it looks marvelous. Oh
2: yeah, it looks good, good, don't it?
1: Yeah. And those, like the, the the scares, are really good. Yeah, like, even in the trailer, and I didn't really feel like they, who knows, maybe they did show every scare in the trailer. I don't know. Haven't seen the movie yet. Uh, But a lot of the imagery that exists in the trailer, I mean, it's basically about this guy who appears to be living in this swole-ass domicile (laughs) by himself, uh, feels like there's someone on his property, someone's fucking with him, right? Mm -hmm. Uh, And turns out, of course, it's some sort of ghost story, but the ghost... Looks pretty fucking creepy, yeah, I, I I like what they're trying to do
2: there. it, it seemed effective. Once again, we're in the same boat, though, where the acting felt really bad. Like, there was a couple line deliveries. You're like,
0: woo. Yeah, so there there,
1: there were two. Yeah, for sure. The man on the
2: couch, for sure.
1: Yeah, like Diet Matthew Lillard. (laughs) Oh, no! (laughs) (laughs) But for what it's worth, like the lead seems to have a good head on his shoulders. Like I didn't didn't hear him say anything. I was like, ooh, that's cringeworthy. Sure. So if the majority of the movie follows him chasing bumps in the night, Fuck it, I'm I'm in right. I mean, the visuals are enough to have me just wade in, even if all of it
2: was bad dialogue. I'd be like, well, fuck it, it looks it looks rad. I'm willing to uh, you know give a pass here.
1: Yeah, and, and, and I think it sort of it needs to be stressed. Like the visuals actually look really good, especially for a production company that isn't. And this isn't like to you know not shots fired to this production company. Or yeah, anything. we're not trying to dog anybody. But it, looking at their catalog of films. They're not exactly known for, like, breathtaking cinematography and shit. You know, kind of the opposite, to be honest with you. Uh, So this looks like a departure for this particular company, and it looks like a really fucking good one, too. So I'm really interested to see more about the domicile, and I'm probably going to... uh Shoot some emails, you know, a little bit later to see what we can what we can get going on that because it's, it's not going to be easy either. There's no fucking information. There is no information
2: wherever. Like you can go to IMDb and you can see like cast and the director, but that's all you're going to get. Yeah. We even went to the goddamn production websites. Nothing. Not even listed as a movie. There. No, I mean, so <laughs> we have to do some sleuthing with the emails to try to make something fucking happen with this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I'm curious.
1: Yeah, I, it looks like a. And, uh, I mean, to be honest, I'm kind of getting sick of, like, just the, oh, ghost movie this, oh, ghost movie that. But this one, the ghost seems oddly aggressive. Uh, mm, and and mm-hmm. I think that is what excites me the most. That's fair. Yeah. It's it's different for sure. And it's not like a, at least I don't think it is, like a paranormal activity. You don't see anything. Pictures are just falling off the wall and shit. Like, this is a goddamn full-bodied apparition you know You're right do, there is shit. something right the fuck there right
2: and it makes itself very known it's like grabbing the motherfucker and shit yeah so we're yeah. just
1: getting all freaky and twitchy in the moonlight oh, I forgot about the twitchy
2: yeah. shadow thing yeah. yeah that one is a really uh that that twitchy thing always fucks with me yeah. always does i don't know why some people fucking hate it they think it's played out but i i, I don't know
1: man i will say that this this wasn't like officer down twitchy this was like oh, God. this this was more tasteful than that well sure sure it, it, had some restraint. Yes. Well, this this last trailer, we can't really One second, before we go on, just to be clear, I don't want to think that we're slipping. We don't have release info for the oh, dinosaur yeah, because no. we can't find a goddamn thing about it. <laughs> as soon as we do have something, we'll let you know. It's tentatively tentatively listed at
2: 2017, which is a broad fucking right. time span. It's not coming out next month.
1: Right. Yeah, so don't worry
2: about that. Uh The Bride. This one's coming out of Eastern Europe somewhere? somewhere the With Russia? a really funky written language. When everything looks like it's written backwards.
1: Right. Backwards and everything is an N in some way, <laughs> shape, or form. Or like a pie sign, you
2: know, from math. <laughs> right. It's all that. It's, it's really crazy. This one also
1: looked fucking beautiful. Yeah, this one, as far as movies, I mean, of course, I don't know if we can compare it to alien because it's fucking Ridley Scott and yeah, sure Scott yeah, Gordon, it's gorgeous. But as far as like indie horrors that we see, motherfucker, this looks absolutely stunning, I think. Yeah, and this this may be coming out
2: of uh, some big studio over there that we just aren't familiar with
1: yeah i don't know but uh for it seems and we don't know a lot of details around this one either because we're, we're just finding out about it and the trailer that we saw doesn't have english subtitles so we don't really know what's going on <laughs> right we can piece together from the trailer which uh we'll probably get a post out by the time this episode runs that you can check out uh, over at the website uh but if you watch the trailer you can probably piece together the same things that we did and that's I think there is. This is a haunted house slash demonic something, but not in that eye rolling kind of like another one sort of way. It looks like way back in the day, someone that lived in this house might have practiced like death photography. Yeah, or something.
2: Uh, it opens up with a scene of a uh, death photography. If you're not familiar with that, that that used to be some you know very common shit. When yeah. your relative died, you'd uh, pay the photographer to come in. They prop them up and they would take a picture. Uh, I, I, shit seemed normal now uh, then it seems weird as fuck now but I mean that's, yeah. just what they, that's just what they did
1: so other than looking fucking gorgeous this one also has like this weird thing cause I don't know if this was common practice for like the death photography back in the day but like their eyes are closed but they have like painted eyes on their eyelids to make them look like their eyes are still open uh, that's fucking creepy alone right sure. uh, but it, 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 it seems like maybe we jump back and forth in time perhaps or maybe we just have like a long Long prologue or something um, I, I don't know which one it is but it, it, at some point it looks like it goes to current time someone else is living in that house and freaky shit starts happening yeah like, I couldn't decide if uh, we'll go ahead and finish your thought well I don't really know if I have a complete thought okay to be fair enough so yeah yeah
2: I, I couldn't decide because it's definitely some time hopping because you get like horse drawn carriages and like the old time yeah. photography and then you're in a very modern classroom mm-hmm. lecture class which is interesting I couldn't decide if our main, what appears to be our main character, the, the the female, if she is supposed to be, we're doing one of those weird, like reincarnated past life kind of things. I couldn't really decide.
1: Maybe there does seem to be, um, I, I see the, the thing, the vibe that I got was maybe there's something in the dress. Because there's a dress that's shown on the dead body right. in the beginning and she also seems to be wearing that same dress later in the trailer. And that lady's really pissed off at some point. Yeah. <laughs>
2: I mean she's yeah. not happy at all.
1: So maybe like her that that lady's maybe the bride, right? The name sure. of the movie is the bride. Maybe the bride pint, that was pint. being photographed at the beginning of the movie is the one that's pissed off and, you know, hey, don't wear my fucking dress, I'll show you. <laughs> I'll get you this
2: is almost like if uh the woman in black was like Full of action, as opposed Better. to like a real slow burn, and just a little bit right here at the end. Yeah, because it, it looked like it was
1: just fucking kicking off. Yeah, dude, like eighty percent of that trailer is just <laughs> shit going down. Right, you're just like fuck, in all in like a really cool, beautiful kind of way. Like it's shot l- really like you well. But between you know frantic buggy and horse carriage, like shit going <laughs> right. through the woods and. You know, people swirling through the air and books whirling around in, like, a big expensive study. Like, it just all looks very good. And I'm, I'm curious if maybe our
2: intrigue is even more because we don't understand the dialogue, what's going on. And maybe. So like, we're, we're left with all these mysterious questions. Yeah. But um, once again, I mean, I hate to say it again to this uh, different fucking movie, but... I don't give a fuck. It just looks so goddamn good. I mean, this is a, this is a trend I can get behind. Of shit just looking so goddamn good.
1: Yeah, I mean, I think it's one of those things, dude, like uh you know, not only is genre filmmaking kind of starting to be, become sort of popular, Hell yeah. uh, especially in other regions of the world, uh, but it's never been more like inexpensive to make a movie, right? So yeah. Uh, people are t- people are taking full advantage and, and really. Of course, you have to have skill, right? And we, trust me, we watched a lot of trailers to find something to watch today, and so much of it was just horseshit. <laughs> um, but you huh? know, <laughs> no way. Uh, but this, the, these two specifically, the domicile, and I, I would put the bride even. Maybe two tiers above *Domicile*. I would too, in terms of like filmmaking. I'm re- now I'm really excited for *The Bride*. So if you haven't seen the trailer, uh, go watch it.
2: Yeah, yeah, that one's uh, as far as the we th- we're throwing *Alien* out because it don't count. Yeah, but yeah, as far as those, uh, the *Bride* is is on top right now, and it's just purely from a, a filmmaking standpoint, I think.
1: And maybe it's more impressive that we're that hype about a movie. And we have no fucking clue what was being said <laughs> right. or what's about, right? Just
2: whatever, man. It's like you, whatever your plot's about, we're in. We don't yeah, give sure. a fuck.
1: <laughs> it was a slim news day, but uh, we pulled some shit together. Yeah, some shit that you should probably uh, literally go invest some time in and watching. Uh, we'll have more details for all of those. We don't have a release date on on the bride either. So once again, random 2017 date. Yeah. So. Uh, Pretty much all of these, I'm probably gonna do. We're probably gonna do some legwork after the episode, and uh, maybe have some news posts on modernhorrors.com throughout the week with some more information for you.
2: Yeah, it's kind of fun to uh, present to you some things that we're excited about that we don't even have all the information on. No,
1: you're, like you're on the ground level with first us. Right look.
2: Now. First look, first <laughs> look, exclusive no don't
1: do it don't do it all right so we're gonna go ahead and take our next break first First break break. whatever best break (laughs) first break best break get uh get back fuck get back fucking get back to fucking uh take our i can't do this anymore (laughs) it's over it's over fuck fuck all the breaks my brain is like in a press (laughs) we're gonna take the
2: first break and when we get back we're gonna have our review spoiler free of mercy (laughs) roll reversal bitches (laughs) boom
1: All right, so Netflix, uh, as when it comes to genre acquisitions, uh, has a bit of a checkered uh, history so far. So sure. we, we've so far we've been dealt the invitation, which was actually one of my movies of the year. It's pretty radical. Yeah, I love that movie so much. Uh, Hush, which was pretty good. We liked it. Uh, it was polarizing to say the least. Yeah, it was either people seem to think it was either the best movie ever or the worst movie ever which was strange because I don't agree with either though them. No, no. <laughs> you know what me I mean it was pretty it was pretty good yeah it was pretty good Um, and then I am the pretty thing that lives in the house which was just deplorable for me <sighs>
2: so, just hearing the title makes me shiver <laughs> and, just, God I, damn. and
1: you know what, what what sucks even more a little <laughs> peek behind the curtain here is that is probably one of our least trafficked episodes of the podcast as well and I don't blame you <laughs> right. I don't, yeah, don't want to hear people talk about that shit either they were like mm-mm, mm-mm. <laughs> i watched that motherfucker um so this time we have a movie called mercy uh in, in i guess you were just looking jacob there's like 17 movies called mercy I right now i swear
2: to god so there's the the one we mentioned earlier
1: 2014 mercy which i believe is based on stephen king uh, yeah, novel with ross from friends right no that wasn't ross from friends it was the dude from something else that other god yeah like ross i don't even remember
2: whatever you know then we have this one and then apparently next year there's going to be another one but that one comes out with kate mara and i'm a kate
1: mara fan so okay well this one is about some sort of inheritance situation right correct it's it's uh people are going to a house yep uh, there it's a group of brothers and uh, well, half brothers, I guess. Yep. so there's there's two biological brothers of the mother who is dying of something. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then two step brothers. Uh, mm-hmm. Whose father lives in the house with the mother? Mm-hmm. Okay So I know that sounds I, I know that sounds kind of like a complicated setup and it kind of is and that might lean towards some of the confusion that people are having around the movie. Right. Yeah, and
2: it sets itself up to
1: have this this complicated family drama. right. Which families are complicated, y'all? Right. Uh, so that's I mean I, I understood that and I, I kind of like that to be honest. Uh, but the the crux of the movie is basically around whether or not they're ready to let go of their mother. Yeah, you know, I think that's fair to say. It is fair to say. Uh, So the movie is more of a, more of a thriller, suspense
2: thriller. I got this like mystery thriller vibe because it's it's constantly trying to throw misdirection at you, which you know that. Saying that some people might be like oh that's a little bit of a spoiler
1: But I think it makes it quite obvious that it's trying To distract yeah. you at every Fucking turn and, it, and it's literally Throwing things like you know like how scream In the first screen movie how they would Deliberately show like the sheriff's boots yes, and stuff Like that. Like they're yes, purposely perfect. Trying to throw you off track mm-hmm, right yeah. and, and it's obvious that that's what they're trying to do everyone's a Suspect
2: right, right? Yeah, yeah. Suspect everything like the guy puts the lighter up On the mantle right. and it just like lingers there for a minute Like alright I got you I'm supposed to notice The fucking lighter
1: so basically while this family is together trying to make, uh, I mean, they're reading their mother's last, you know, diary entries, trying to figure out what she wants to happen whenever she dies. Uh, the this group of masked men, you know, sort of enter the home late at night and. You shit just cracks off. As it tends to do when masked individuals <laughs> enter your home. Um, so in, in that regard, maybe it is a tad bit formulaic as far as like a home invasion thriller-esque movie goes. And that's okay. Uh, and, and I guess I can just kind of get to my my thoughts, you know, immediately. Is I wasn't so sure about this one for the first fifteen minutes or so. Boom. That was the exact time frame I was gonna say. Yeah. The first fifteen minutes
2: almost bored me to sleep.
1: Yeah, yeah. There's there's not a lot going on. And I understand why there's not lo- a lot going Correct. on. Like you you need that to happen. You need like these just drab conversations of nothing happening in this house that looks like it's stuck in time. Like I feel like I have ants that lived in this house at some point, <laughs> just gaudy gold picture frames right. and just Like I don't want to go. I don't want to go to grandma's. So it's like kind of that feel to it, and it's supposed to. I I feel like it's supposed to bore you to death. It's supposed to make you feel sort of uncomfortable, and you don't really want to be here because these people don't really want to be here either. It seems right, and
2: it's it's using that time to set up all this confusing dialogue and confusing plot points, and to have you be unsure. So it
1: it serves a purpose. I just think it. It almost gets too cute with itself. We could have, we could have used that. We could have still served that same purpose and used that time in a more engaging way. I feel. Yeah, and that's yeah. Maybe I think that's kind of what I'm hitting at.
2: Maybe if you condensed it a little bit, or maybe just spread it out throughout the movie. Sure. You know, you don't, we don't have to spend 15 minutes being confusing and doing sleight of hand everywhere. Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. Um, but after that 15 minutes sure. happened, it changed It's almost like a different movie. It does, and in fact, and I don't think this is a spoiler because uh, I won't go into specifics just yet we'll go into specifics in the in the last segment but this movie does something that I'm not sure that I can recall a movie doing in recent memory uh, and when it did that I was like oh this is what we're doing now mm. like this makes things a lot more interesting all of a sudden yep and at, at I can understand why some people might think that it's a cheap way to elongate your movie. But I actually thought it was really, really cool. I I like the premise of the movie. I like
2: what it's trying to do. I like the whole, what the end kind of presents to you. Yeah. As far as a concept, I just don't like the execution. I think it's not executed to its
1: fullest, really, you know. So what about it did you... I'll agree that it could be better Absolutely But what about it Did you just straight up not like I'm trying to think of what I can say That doesn't spoil it You know Um,
2: So that might be better left To spoiler territory Okay I I will say though Let's let's skip to something That's totally not spoilery at all Sure And let's go to like the visuals I thought visually It was very pleasing I I like the color palette For the most part
1: Yep uh, great color palette, good shots. Uh, there is a kind of going back to what I was saying before, an interesting variance of shots uh, that they sure. use very, very well. Um, there's some shitty CG fire though. I was waiting on it. I was hoping you'd bring it up.
2: Like it it, was, it, it, it's
1: it, the worst. Uh, it's not good.
2: And it's just like a little fire too. It's like you're telling me you couldn't get a burn permit, dude. That little bitty fire. I was
1: thinking the same thing. You're like, like, come on now. like you're telling me you can't do this, like with practical, like, like, and I, like I'm using the word practical effects loosely. I'm talking about a ball of lighter fluid in a lighter. Right. You like, call the fire department and say, hey, can I get a burn permit? This is what we're doing. Right. I just need you to think. And what was
2: crazy is how long that fire burned. Yeah. Like, look, you're burning leaves. And I, I don't know if you guys have ever burned leaves, but from the country, you burn leaves <laughs> at some point in your life. And those bitches go up quick.
1: Right, right. <laughs> you're not going to be sitting there looking ominous for long. Like, you, you
2: know, they're like 15 minutes and that, that shit's
1: still going like a bonfire. And I'm like, what? Yeah, yeah. That, that was funny. And, and most importantly, it just didn't look good. And that, that's re- really the biggest part and really stuck out in a movie that otherwise did look pretty good yeah no, it's just such an easy thing to avoid uh, not much in terms of gore or graphic violence no. in general there is a, there are a few like eh, kind of squeamy moments uh, but in a movie like this i feel like that's probably for the best
2: yeah it was a smart move because if you tried to get a little too gratuitous with it I, I feel like you would have fell flat at some point
1: not only that but if that's what you do with the fire i don't want to see what you do with like <laughs> you know gouges and shit like that sure (laughs) sure not a lot of character development really in this one i didn't think and i I think that's part of my problem okay so yeah i'll agree with that uh but this one i don't think we needed much character i think we know enough about these people that we need to know in order for there to be a a payoff at the end
2: mostly yes i will say mostly I, i do think that you needed to to have more focus in certain areas and maybe less all this broad story I feel like nothing, there was like a whole bunch of, we had a whole bunch of lines in the water, and we never actually tried to fish for anything.
1: Yeah, yeah, I can. You you feel where I'm going
2: with that, though, right? I mean, Uh, with the ending, we we can get more into that spoilery. Yeah, but
1: I'm not sure that I do, to be honest with you. Like, I feel like. And again, this kind of goes back to why I don't understand why people are are confused. I feel like this movie, uh, as convoluted of a path that it takes to get there, I feel like once we do get to the end, it's a pretty neat fucking bow that it ties on everything. Like, I feel like everything is answered, everything's addressed, all the weird little things that are discovered get uh, around the bounce sort of answer. Now, if there's one thing I'd like to know more about, it's what happens to these people. Like, (laughs) because I'm not sure that... Well, I guess I know what happens to the people... But all I'm saying is there's a lot of, and this isn't really a spoiler. It's a fucking horror movie. I mean, you can see it coming. Uh, There are a lot of like really convenient deaths in this movie. Yeah, for sure. People just fucking die. Right? (laughs) Like it's it's like
2: like you stub your toe, you're fucking dead. Well, yeah, and I like the use of sound in the movie. Like it's a creepy fucking house, Mm -hmm. but it also leads to questions like. How convenient that motherfuckers are waking up one by one.
1: Ah, uh, yeah, yeah,
2: yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, and I get it, I get it. We we've got to tell a story here, but like, I don't know. Could we? I mean, like, we made a big deal about how creaky this fucking house is. Yeah, and you're gonna tell me these motherfuckers
1: are waking up one by one. The house is actually one of my favorite parts about it. And I don't know if that's just because it felt so it felt real to me. Like it's yeah. not it's not a pretty house. It's got lots of old wood furniture. Like, maybe it's just, you know, growing up in the South. And I I don't think that shitty houses are an exclusivity of the South. uh, But we we might have more of them than than, than other places. Well, we've got
2: old farmhouses. Yeah. A lot of them. And this Um, is an
1: old farmhouse. So, to, to me, like, I felt kind of at home in a weird sort of way. Like, maybe it worked more for me just because I've been to places that look almost shockingly identical. I grew up in places that look just like this.
2: Right. You could relate to the location. Yeah, and yeah. the location does play a big part in it. I think at
1: least, no, for sure. Um, you can do a lot of stuff because you, because you're <laughs> right. in bum fuck middle of nowhere farm. Like, yeah, you can have gunshots and all this crazy stuff go on. Right, and no one's no one can hear you out there. And they make they do make a
2: point to show you how fucking out there they are several times. Right, yeah. and it's nice too because when they go out in the nighttime, you know you've got a couple wide shots where you can see nothing. You right. see house,
1: barn, woods, That's no neighbor lights in the distance, Mm-mm. none of that. So yep. I feel like they cover their bases. In, in a lot of regards. Uh, right now, the movie is sitting at a two on Netflix. What Ooh. do you think about that? Um, Man, it would be hard.
2: You know, based on our system, yeah. it, it rides about mediocre for me. So I would say almost like a five. So I don't know if that's like a two and a half on Netflix. Maybe you give it okay. a three. Yeah, yeah. Because so, it was just mediocre. I didn't hate it. But also,
1: it just didn't do enough for me to love it. I didn't think it deserved a two, so I actually went in and I bumped it up to a three on my end, just to kind of help them out. Sure. Uh, this is not a four, this is not a five. No, definitely not, definitely not.
2: Um, yeah, I mean, I I don't know, man. I almost feel better about two and a half, but I don't feel bad about three, just because I... Uh, but I feel like two is too low. Two is too low, because like, I think on Netflix, that's like, a,
1: a hated it or didn't like it or I something like so. that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, so I mean, and of course, your opinion's your opinion. That's fine. Uh, but I've seen some really shitty movies on there that get really good, you know, scores, and vice versa. I mean, I think the Invitation was like a one on there for a while, which sure. just blows my fucking mind. And we've talked about the Netflix review system before, but for me, uh, I, I don't. I don't regret. Spending my time with it, like I did with "I Am the Pretty Thing That Lives in the House." Uh, I actually, oh, yeah, I mean, if I, we're comparing, yeah, right? <laughs> I mean, it's like an apples and oranges. But uh, I, I, I came away from this movie like, okay, like whenever it was over, like, okay, thumbs up, sure, good, good job. The first fifteen
2: minutes, I was really regretting, like hardcore. I was like, "Oh my god, I can't believe we're doing this right now." Okay. Then by the end it was like I was probably close to the same boat you were in, but I felt like I was very indifferent about my uh, experience. I knew that I liked the premise of the story, like what it was sh- shooting for, mm-hmm. I just I didn't feel like I liked the execution.
1: So without being spoilery, of course, um were you surprised by the big reveal? Like mm-hmm. when that moment happens, were you like Oh sometimes
2: yes because there's I feel like there's a lot of like little twists okay sure so like not like oh my fucking god my brain is sure but i was like ah that's okay i see it now it was interesting,
1: and that's the part I do like. Yeah, I think I think that I think its ability to do that is by far its greatest success. It's got many opportunities, but yes. that that is its greatest success. Is to be like, you know, you know how you were confused this fucking a minute ago. Well, check this out. And you're like, oh, right. and it does that multiple times. The biggest time that it does that, I generally was surprised. I was like, oh, this all makes. So much sense now. I was worried they were gonna do the the big Deus
2: Ex Machina on us, you know, and like there would be like this random fucking occurrence that solved our issues.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Thank God it didn't do that. No, this is all. I mean, we'll leave it at that. But it, it doesn't. It doesn't cop out.
2: No, no. It, it, the The answers were provided. Yeah, mostly. Yeah. So, so, I mean, watch, I it's, it's, it's fucking Netflix. Do you want to know no? it? I just. I, it's hard to say, man. It's it's kind of a time suck. It really is. Oh. I think, it, I think I think I yeah. Uh, what do you? I mean, I'm on the fence, real hard. I'm, I'm I really am. I love home invasion movies. Uh, and I almost it, don't even consider this one though, though, because it plays out differently in a lot of ways.
1: In a lot of ways, yes, but I still consider it to be like a mysterious home invasion. Okay. Movie. Uh, it, it's a mysterious home invasion movie with a solid uh cap on the end of it, and yeah, I, I feel like if you if you dig the home invasion subgenre, uh. Not for its violence per se, like in a your next sort of way. Sure. But just more of like a situational kind of thing. I feel like you're probably gonna dig this.
2: I think if you're in in the mood for a mediocre mystery, this would be this would satisfy you more.
1: <laughs> Whoever says that. You know, like I feel like I'm in the mood for a mediocre mystery. <laughs> I feel tonight. like
2: somebody out there's like, you know what? I don't want to watch anything too crazy, <laughs> but something mediocre would be great. I think this would solve that. I think as a horror film, it doesn't quite uh, live up to to the snuff. So if you're like, man, I
1: really need that that solid horror film, probably not. I agree. Yeah, if you're looking for something that will scare you, that will thrill you, that will do any of that kind of thing, avoid uh, if you just want like a, a neat little piece of storytelling, I think I think this does that.
2: Yeah, it, it's a middle of the road movie. It's not great, but it's also not bad. So it—I it, know it seems like I'm really down on it. It's just because it's—it's it's just okay. It's okay. Yeah, it's okay. Yeah. No, it's not doing anything wrong or anything great. Well, let's leave it at that. It's okay. It's okay. Yeah, we'll we'll get into some more and maybe we can clear up some of this in the spoiler section.
1: Yeah, and we'll try not to let that drag on too much to talk about it. But yeah, it's it's a sure. It's an okay movie. Yeah. All right, man. It's Netflix. Netflix. Hey, that's the key right there, right? It's Netflix. You got it. <laughs> All right, so we're going to go ahead and take our next break. Whenever we get back, we're going to do some Ask Modern Horrors, talk about a little giveaway we got going on, surprise some people. So we're going to get into that soon as we get back after this right now. So I continue to be amazed at just how many people send us questions each and every week. And to be brutally honest with you, they're getting better and better every single time that we dive in to Ask Modern Horrors. So thank you all so very much. I think you know how important it is to us and how much it means to us just to have that weekly or constant on Twitter fan interaction. It means the world to us. So thank you guys for always chiming in. Uh, this week especially, we've got some heavy fucking hitters coming at us. Hell yeah, you're making me think and you know, like use my
2: brain. It used to be I could just be like, oh, cool, I can answer that real quick. Now I'm like, fuck. Let me sit here and think about it for like five to ten minutes per question.
1: So as we've alluded to in the last few episodes or so, um, we, we've, got a, we've got a giveaway going on. We, we're going to sure. be doing lots of giveaways. In fact, I think we have unofficially dubbed December the, the month of giving. <laughs> uh, we were joking about that, yeah, because yes. we've got so much shit that we can give away. So, uh, and before we get to the questions, I guess this is just a fun little aside, I suppose. Uh, but it came to our attention that another—I want to call them aside—I want to put them on blast, but like another group of horror discussers, okay, we're actually reaching out on social media for people to give them their digital copies oh, <laughs> of yes. movies. Uh, so instead of hosting like a giveaway, we joked that these motherfuckers, they're hosting a takeaway. And they were getting like likes and retweets, so that shit's apparently working. So we're not going to do that. No, that's crazy. Uh, in fact, we're going to do the opposite of that. So I think we, we all have movies that we have these digital codes to, be it ones that we bought personally or ones that got sent through press deals uh, that we just want to get rid of. Yeah, we're not using them. So we're going to throw those in the mix for Ask Modern Horrors questions as well throughout the month of December. Uh, but for this episode, we have something even more special. Yeah, this is cool. We teamed
2: up. A uh, long time, I guess, viewers of the website might remember a piece that we did on an artist named Matt Pepler. Me and Luke had ran into him at Wizard World in Nashville. One of the only guys that actually even really kind of interested us at, yeah. at that that uh, really cool what I I consider minimalist, like artwork. It's all like hand drawn shit. He sits there and does each one with like a sharpie. It's crazy. Before he yeah, scans it, it's very impressive. Uh, it's it's mostly horror things. There are a few odd and end movies like that he likes that's on there as well. But he's teamed up with us to do this awesome. He wants to do like a, a, a kind of give back, and we also want to help support independent artists. This dude's awesome. I know Luke and several of the guys have already bought some posters. Oh yeah. So for five of you guys, we're going to send you a coupon code. And if you buy any of his posters, which are like, I think the most expensive is $10. Yeah, these are not expensive. not exactly huge posters, but prints, I guess we yeah, should say.
1: They're not 11 by 17s. They're slightly bigger than that. I found that when oh, I was the frame yeah. Uh But yeah, they're they're very, very high quality. They're on a great print material. Uh, and we've actually got five uh, credit vouchers, mm-hmm. basically, that if you buy one poster, you get one free. No shipping on the second at all. He's Holy shit. Yeah. That's, that's a big deal, guys. Uh, and these are really cool. And this is an even bigger opportunity for you guys, uh, not only to get something for yourself, spruce up the house, maybe Hell buy yeah. two posters. You get four big prints. I mean, you can, you can decorate an entire wall and really snazz your shit up with four posters. I'm just you telling you.
2: You could do some serious Christmas shopping for under $40.
1: That's another thing. If you have someone on your list that you're having a hard time getting things for, uh, th- this is an awesome way to do that. I actually got my brother a print, uh, my older brother, yeah. something that I think that he's going to enjoy very, very much. And I got myself something as well. I got a really, really cool It Follows uh, print that I think is just a sweet-ass design. Uh, but he's also got, like you said, some non-horror stuff, yeah. uh, Nice Guys, the Russell Crowe mm-hmm. movie, um, just some some good shit. He's got that. a couple Lord of the Rings ones that I'm eyeballing. I really yeah, like that shit. Yeah. So. Uh, but I- if you like just horror art in general, I really think this is some, some some great stuff, stuff that I am putting on display proudly in my home, so I feel like you should, yeah. too. He's an independent artist, so
2: he's only doing five. I mean, we can't break the bank on him. Sure. Um, so five people. We're going to shoot those out to the Ask Modern Horrors crew, the first five that use these codes. They're going to be the lucky ones. If they don't want to take it, then we'll just throw it out to the uh, general listening population. Yeah, for sure. So that sale will end December 2nd. So we get them in, get them out. But it's uh, Etsy shop, Matt Pepler. Check them out, see what you like. It's awesome
1: shit. Just so I'm clear. Okay. Just a little discussion on the fly right yeah, now. Yeah, I like that. Do we want to award any of the people that send in questions this week? do we want to just like with a random like a, yeah, an extra it. bonus just like one of them like we have 5 so what if we just gave one of those to one of the people to ask a question this week just so we have something to offer
2: as far as the code or like Yeah the code thing?
1: motherfucker what we well, are yeah, talking about Yeah absolutely that's the one's I'm going to give them to Okay I thought you were saying that like if you once you hear this episode uh, and know, you ask a question we'll we'll do that Well
2: I'm glad we had this conversation to, to clear it up So what I what I was thinking and let's just continue this conversation on <laughs> the sure, fuck yeah. it man <laughs> So what I was thinking is we can give all the Ask Modern Horse people the option. Okay. They can have the code. And, the, and if five of them use that code, then it's done.
1: Okay. But if they're like, hey, I don't want to buy any prints. Yeah, they don't want to buy anything. We'll then just the next we'll, person. Yeah,
2: yeah. We'll okay. just move it along.
1: Cool. That seems to make the most sense, I think. Absolutely. All right. So cool. for y'all to ask questions this week, surprise, uh, sweet ass BOGO offer coming your way.
2: Yeah, and it, it looks sharp.
1: You want to get into these fucking questions? Yeah, let's do it.
2: Matt Pepler, in case you guys don't remember, Matt Pepler, Matt Pepler, Matt Pepler, <laughs> just Pepler. All right, let's start with number one, Sheldon Dugas? Douglas, Sheldon. Yeah, let's just go with Sheldon Hat, Sheldon Gamer. I like that Twitter handle. I can pronounce it. What is the best scary moment in a
1: non-horror movie? I totally forgot to go back to oh, this no. one.
2: Well, I will tell you what, I'll start off in maybe maybe something will jar yeah, my memory. jar your memory. So. Mine are going to be ridiculous because okay. it's based on like my childhood.
1: Yeah, I know there's something etched in my brain that frightened me that wasn't supposed to frighten me, but I can't think of what it is right now.
0: Yeah,
2: see, that's, that's me because I, you know, I was watching legit horror films at a very young age. Yeah. And just didn't bother me. I loved them. But for whatever reason, the very first time I watched. Willy Walk in the Chocolate Factory. Ah. And they shoot the fat kid up through the chocolate tube. Yeah. And they're like, oh, fuck. You know, he's like in liquid. Like, he can't <laughs> breathe in liquid. And then he's like, oh, well, hopefully we get him before, you know, he gets to the hot chocolate because right. that'll he's be gonna, devastating. He's going to melt his ass alive. Right. And then the little Oompa Loompa's come out and they're singing a little fucking song. <laughs> that fucked me up so hard. It fucked me bad. Huh. That, and you remember Dark Crystal, the Jim Henson thing? I don't know. Oh, man. There was like these creepy little bird things you, I know a lot of you guys probably love the Dark Crystal. The Chamberlain, he always fucked with me too. He's like this weird creepy bird thing. It was like...
1: Yeah. You know what? I got something. There I it got is. something. See, it worked. It, it worked. did work. It did work. Uh, so, this one's a little bit weird. This is definitely not a horror movie, but this is a movie. I think it was kind of supposed to be kind of creepy. Gotcha. Um, and it worked on me. <laughs> well. So, actually, The Wizard of Oz 2 Return to Oz. Oh, that whole fucking movie's did crazy. Did you ever see this one yes. with, with the little cyclist guy? Absolutely. In there? Yeah. That one's fucked.
2: That one's that's some fucked up shit so like I don't whenever, care what you say that's like some fucked the, up shit the
1: queen or whoever she has the heads that she takes off and mm-hmm. puts in these little display cases that movie's fucked up man so yeah there was like this whole trend of our childhood like when they wanted to do sequels of childhood movies
2: they would make them fucked up because I remember The Never Ending Story 2 was kind yeah. of fucked up yeah 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 what the hell is wrong with people back in the day yeah <laughs> <laughs> All right, Sheldon has a second part of the question but we're going to answer it a little farther down the road
1: because someone else same had question. the same question yeah.
2: so. alright our boy Adam Bolton Adam Bolton 21 who would you like to see play Freddy Krueger besides Kevin Bacon you son of a bitch
1: <laughs> shout out to uh, Betty Toxin, <laughs> yep who got that idea. whole
2: train going oh she sure did man
1: what a great fucking idea too even Mister Bacon was interested. You sure? Fuck it. But he seems like he'd kind of be down to do whatever if the money's there, and so, so would I. I mean, as, you should, as you should be, yeah. right? Shoot away. You got okay. some guys? Yeah, I got a couple. Uh, neither of these do I think would be even remotely possible. Oh yeah, mine don't think. I don't think it would ever happen. Uh, first one is Willem Dafoe. Oh, he's on mine as well. Awesome. Uh, second. is... Yeah, and I think he is like, whenever he makes that snarly face, like, sure. like, the thing is, Willem Dafoe's got a lot of wrinkles in his face already, so he kind of already looks like Freddy Krueger. And he's so good at being creepy. Yeah. Like, if I'm
2: going to believe somebody's a psychotic, child molesting, weirdo
1: killing machine, Re- Return from the Dead, creeping right. in scars. Yeah. Willem Dafoe is that man. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, second would be, and this one, I mean, this would have, if, if he would approach this man, with the idea, he would say yes. There's not a doubt in my no. fucking mind. It's not
2: Bill Mosley, is it? It's Bill Mosley. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Bill would be totally down. Bill would totally be down. Um,
1: I think I mean we give Bill Mosley a lot of shit on this show, but it's just because like he'll he'll do pretty much whatever. And right. That, that means sometimes he's in some just atrocious piles of horse shit. But he's also not a bad actor, man. Like no. he's got some good lines and some good deliveries in a lot of movies. And I think he could probably pull off Freddy if he if he wanted to. Yeah, I, I'm
2: I'm down with that. Yeah, we joke we joke on Bill all the time, but I think we actually really like Bill. I I, I do. Yeah, I mean I got no qualms with Bill. No. Yeah. So I, I Will, Willem was on mine as well. So we'll scratch him off. Uh, my my secondary pick with if we're going with serious Freddy, like me and you have talked about, like okay. we would want to go back to that weird uh, Chomo kind of route Sure. I think Gary For Oldman. those of you that don't know,
1: <laughs> yeah, the lingo. Chomo is a reference used in prison to describe child molesters.
2: Child molesters.
1: Yeah, because we're hardened
2: prisoners <laughs> now. But Gary Oldman, I think Gary Oldman would be fucking crazy as Freddy Krueger. Never happened.
1: Never would I, happen. Yeah, that would be interesting. But, though. you know, he's got legit acting chops. Yeah, that would be cool. And I feel like that's kind of needed in this. In this role, if you're going to do that, like some right. legit acting jobs, not that mm-hmm. not that these other guys don't have those, but something about him would be different. Yeah, yeah it's on a different level. Yeah. And if we're gonna get, just keep rolling down this
2: this train, this out of control roller coaster of ridiculous Freddie, like comical Freddie. Yeah. Fuck it. Let's do Jim Carrey.
1: Oh fuck. Right. <laughs>
2: that, let's, that'd be, let's just do it. That'd be wild. It'd be something. I don't know
1: what it would be, but it would be something. It, I mean it would it would be what? <laughs> I can <could laughs> right? see that. I can see that. That's interesting. Good picks. Good picks all around. All right. V wants to know,
2: oh, this is a very um practical question. Can you make movie release coming soon list and update it every month for movies you talk about? Such as theater, VOD, yeah. All that stuff. Yeah, we could probably
1: do that. So actually, we're supposed to be doing that already. Right. So part of the whole press obligation thing, not that we we're supposed to, but we're asked to do that by distributors and production companies all the time. Like, hey, could you put together a post of all of our fucking movies that are coming out? And we like, well, most of those are shitty, so probably not. But yes, <laughs> the ones that are good, we can totally start doing that. Yeah, yeah, kind of a, a companion piece to our monthly streaming list. Absolutely. it yeah. would be something in the in the same. Simple. It's got the information that you need there. It's dates. It's numbers. It's name right get the fuck out it's of not it. super fluffy you can look at it boom get the fuck out right
2: because we love you guys chance pinley at chance p19 you guys talk about new films having nostalgic feels any old film that did a futuristic vibe correct such a good question this is probably one of my favorite questions that have ever been asked on this show i really enjoyed this question and i spent too much time thinking about it Just to come back to the most simplest answer. (laughs) Did you really? I really did. I was like,
1: spent 45 minutes thinking about it and just circled right back around to an obvious answer. All right. So I've got two. All right. One of which I think is really obvious. So I'm going to let you start it off just in case we have the same one. Okay. Okay. That seems fair. So my obvious, and I I thought about, because I love
2: sci-fi horror. Yeah. So this was right there. I kept thinking, I was like, what at the time now feels like it's the most probable i guess as far as future and then i just came to aliens not aliens, because okay. i feel like aliens are a little bit of a cop-out because you don't really see a lot but aliens okay you know you've got the whole terraforming that's actually shit they talk about nowadays
1: elon musk is trying to do that right, right now
2: yeah so i mean, yeah. nailed it uh the space marines they had futuristic shit but it wasn't over the top yeah. futuristic you're like all right i can see that being a thing um I don't know, it just it felt futuristic at the time, but not over the top sci fi. And I thought it probably was one of the better nail the future kind of
1: things. Yeah, that, that's a that's a good call out, uh, specifically because of all of the conversations that's happening with Tesla and trying Elon Musk trying to colonize Mars and make these yeah. uh, false atmospheres and things like that that happened in that movie. So that's actually a really good call out. I remember uh same topic but a little different. I remember when I first played Halo, the the very first Halo
2: for the first time and you're shooting the uh, machine rifle and it's got the uh, bullet counter down on the yeah. uh, thing. I was like it's
1: fucking aliens, you know cuz that's the <laughs> shit. Like
2: it took us that long to get here but we're here.
1: Yeah. <laughs> um so I got to one of which isn't so much a like future like we're like seeing the future. Gotcha. I feel like it and this this is what I feel is be, be a cop out. But the Blair Witch Project. Okay. Uh, basically it made everyone in the future make found footage movies. So Oh. Yeah. Sure. I see where how
2: you went with that. You went a little bit of a different route. Yeah.
1: A more interesting one though, uh, is a movie called From Beyond. Now, this was from 1986. I rewatched it last night just to see if it all still m- was the way I remembered it being. <laughs> sure. So I rewatched it last night, and this is uh, from the team that did Reanimator shortly after. So, this happened before Reanimator happened, but it's still um, Jeffrey Combs, mm-hmm. still Barbara Crampton. It's the same, uh, I think it's the same director. But it, either way, this movie is about a, uh, a, a, a two scientists basically who make this machine in order to open up or enlarge their uh, penile grant, uh, gland in their brain. And the idea is that by enlarging this, they'll open up their third eye ah, and they'll be able okay. to see things. So whenever they do this, it works. But the problem is they can see too much. They can see this ah, other dimension. Yes. Yes. So there's these these creatures that are floating around you all the time, and you just don't know that they're there. But as soon as you do this, it opens up that that vision, and 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 if you do that, you can see these things around you. And all that made me think of was Pokemon Go. <laughs> this whole augmented reality thing as soon as you hold something up oh fuck there's pokemon
2: everywhere oh shit that's pretty clever that's pretty clever i like that i like that Uh, man what a throwback i I totally knew that i'd seen that movie but i couldn't remember it i still don't actually remember it but the more you talked
1: about it I was like oh
0: yeah it actually
1: holds up pretty well like I said I rewatched it last night and uh, the effects are gnarly as fuck Combs and Crampton Crampton's mega hot in it well, yeah. so I mean yeah, yeah it, was, it
2: was super super good I mean she's like fine wine she just keeps aging just... <laughs> I, 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 I like the direction you went with that I, I just Pokemon went, Go bro. I went I went with low hanging fruit and <laughs> you got Pokemon Go in there somehow alright that's fine That's fine. Felonious uh, Monk <laughs> at the jungle. There he is. Yep, he's here. Who do you believe is the most effective killer in horror? Human, supernatural, doesn't matter.
1: All right, so this one took some thinking for me. Okay. Uh, mainly because horror villains slash killers in general efficiency ain't their bag. No, no. Like like part of the, the, the thing is always the killer sort of playing with their food a little bit sure. before that, that making it stretch out and in, more often than not and totally unrealistic and unconventional like ways that just don't make any fucking sense. Like just right. kill him, kill him. Yeah, what right are you there? fucking doing? Run, don't fucking walk, run, kill him. Um, so I was trying to think of someone who is efficient. Like yeah. whenever you see him, you're fucking dead. Yep. Uh, and this isn't a franchise that I love say it's good yep Uh, but i'm gonna say victor crowley from the hatchet franchise. okay just because whenever you see him you're done like he's not stonking you normally like you might hear whatever but more likely than not he's just gonna pop up out of nowhere and rip your mouth open or some gnarly shit like that ball game for you it's you're you're done So,
2: I went down a very similar thought process as you, because I was like, it can't be, you know, Jason may have a body count, so might Michael, but, like, they're not really efficient. No. keep getting away. Like, like you said, who the fuck gets, gets the, gets the job done every fucking time? Yeah. And, same kind of thing, I'm not the biggest fan, I don't hate the franchise, but, uh, Kayako from The Grudge. Okay, okay. I mean... 'Cause I remember the first time I saw that movie, I was like, Well, this this bitch didn't do anything to her. Why the why the fuck she gotta die? But by God she dies, right? Yeah, I'm like, Yeah. She don't give a fuck. You end up in that house, you're fucking dead every fucking time. I didn't finish um Raku yeah. versus yeah, Keaku. So I don't know if anybody gets away, but the the first half that I saw, people were not getting away. So right. that bitch is good at what she does.
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah. Two two solid picks, pass pass on the back all around. <laughs> right.
2: All right, and this one from Amanda at X Punky also doubles back to uh, our boy Sheldon, his second part of his question. So two people wanted to know, and this one's going to be super hard for me. Best or favorite Christmas horror movie? Two uh, words I hate. Yeah, I'll, I'll let you kick it off. Okay. I mean, I've got a couple because I love Christmas horror. I really yeah, do. I, I don't really appreciate and, it. But yeah. And here's the thing. Most of these are not good movies. <laughs> I'm just gonna I'm just gonna let you guys it's know. It's his favorite, not best. Right. Well it does say uh, best. Well, fuck it you does then. say best. Yeah. Um yeah, they're not they're not great, but it's something I these movies I love to watch at Christmas time because they're just fun and for me that's what Christmas Horror should be. Krampus, it's it's kinda good actually. Uh so obviously. Rare Exports. I think that one's out of Finland. Yeah. Also one of my favorites. I just watch it every year because uh, and one that's absolutely not good, but so ridiculous, I love it. I've mentioned it in the past. Uh, Santa Slay. Oh God, with fucking Bill Goldberg. <laughs> I mean, that thing is so over the fucking top. I it, it, I just gotta watch it every year. You know, I've still never seen that. It's one. so stupid, dude. I mean, as you might imagine, a Bill Goldberg no, movie being can't
1: be. <laughs> um. So so mine is a little bit uh. Did you take yours more serious? I mean, I, I really, I phoned it in, is what I did. <laughs> okay. <laughs> <laughs> no, I mean, not really. I, I really like both of these movies, okay. but I, I feel like they're very popular. These aren't going to be deep cuts or anything like that. Definitely no Santa Slay. <laughs> um, but the first up on the list is going to be uh, Black Christmas. Okay. The original, not that atrocity yeah. of a remake. No. Uh, but I think it's still scary. I watched it not that long ago, and it's it's fucking creepy, man. Uh, I think it holds up. Uh, not much more to say other than that Uh, and, and then the second and again this one seems like kind of a cop out just because it's the most recent but I actually I watched it in theaters and I rewatched it over the holiday break that we were just on Uh, Krampus the new Krampus I think it's yeah. fantastic man I think it's not only like a, a good like horror movie, like not, maybe it's not like I'm just gonna it's terrifying or anything, but it, it's got all the horror elements that people love, right? Sure. Uh so, sort of the same way that like Stranger Things isn't really horror per se, but it's got enough of the elements in there. Krampus has more so, I would say. Uh but beyond that, like it's just a really good the same way that Trick or Treat nails the Halloween spirit. Yes. I feel like Krampus nails the Christmas spirit. Yes.
2: Uh so I guess the answer would be Krampus since we both agreed on that one yeah I mean I guess so it's funny late last night I woke up and I was thinking about this question which is ridiculous I know <laughs> but I, I was making my way to the bathroom it to just go wake uh, up in a panic Krevis! Krevis! but I like I had to go answer nature's call so I'm making my way to the bathroom and you know I walk around in the dark yeah and I got to thinking I was thinking about that movie if if you were in that situation or just at your fucking house and you walked into a room and that goddamn
1: jack-in-the-box thing yeah. popped up your mind would fucking melt yeah and it's it would easy melt. it's easy to say like in a in the movie like oh why don't you just run but like when faced with real fear like that right like your body just shuts down it's just oh because we have the advantage of knowing it's a movie if right. it was our life it would be like what the fuck like i can take the trash out and like a raccoon pop up and i'm just <laughs> fuck fuck like i don't know what to do My right, body it's cleanses. real that's just real right. right
2: couldn't imagine i couldn't imagine gingerbread men coming at me
1: it would be too much <laughs> um so yeah Krampus, great movie uh i actually ended up picking it up on a walmart black friday deal for three three bucks bro. god bless that's even better
2: than amazon everyone's
1: selling it for five which is still stupid yep got it for three bucks on blu-ray got knock knock for three bucks as well oh okay well look at you
2: doubling up motherfucker doing it got some uh digital codes (laughs) again there it is wink wink (laughs) v at v three 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 i think i might have added too many threes but there's a lot of threes in it Did you play Mortal Kombat XL using Predator, Alien, Jason, etc.? And do we think we'll ever get a triple-A horror fighting game?
1: Okay, so yes, I did. First part for me is no. Okay, so (laughs) I I did briefly. I I do like the new Mortal Kombat. It's not something I've picked up really since launch, but whatever. Uh, I mean, I I did it when the DLC came out for all the horror stuff, but I mean, it's okay. It's fine. Uh, to, To be honest... I really had a better time playing TeraDrome. That's the only thing I could think of oh, uh, for the which, second part. It's a free. It's a free game. You can play it right now. It's a 2D fighting game, mm-hmm. more in the vein of like street fighter or something yep. and they have to give it away for free because they're lo- using a lot of licensed material and shit like that they, they, they can't do it but the sound effects are awesome the the uh, special moves are like ripped straight from the movies i mean a lot of work and attention to detail went into this game Terror drone that you can play on windows right now it's far from a triple a game oh yeah super far uh, but it is a damn good time yeah it's a lot of fun i can't speak to how good the controls
2: are because i'm not a good fighting game you know player yeah. at all uh I, you know i can kind of figure it out but never been good so i i struggled real bad with me and you played against each other we, we were both struggling yeah it, was it wasn't good but it is fun because you can be like chucky or jason or whatever the fuck it may be yeah um but yeah i don't know that we'll ever see a triple a
1: yeah i mean the guy from Drome is actually working on like a full 3d like horror fighting game uh, but they're trying to go legit so they're not, they're not going to use any licensed carrier uh, licensed characters so bit of a bummer but that's fine if we're going to see it it'll be a, like a fucking japanese exclusive kind of fucking thing you know what i mean like, right God right damn right, it.
2: right. oh our boy matt stewarts at matt uh, stewarts with just a doozy of a just question a, yeah goddamn <laughs> leave it to a director to ask a fucking super hard question Best slash favorite giant monster movie that utilizes practical effects and not CG and wants to know, are there any good modern examples of this? I'll let you kick this one off. Thanks, man. (laughs) Appreciate it. So I don't know if these are going to be quote unquote my favorite, but they are older ones that did stick with me. The first one being Tremors. Did you finally watch Tremors? No. What's well, got Kevin Bacon in it? I do dig bacon. Yeah, there you go. Uh, I mean, it was just a big fucking worm, but it was effective, practical CG. Okay. Um, the practical CG in Jurassic Park. I mean, there was a lot of CG involved in that, but there was also a lot of practical effects. Sure. I thought that was super good. And this one's not really... This is old school, and it's not really horror, but they did so much with like big monsters. And that is the original, I think it's like 1982, Clash of the Titans. And you've got fucking Cyclopses, you've got Medusa, I mean, every fucking thing. Super swell job on that one. That was all like a a stop motion. I'm trying to think of the guy's name. It's Howard something, and there's going to be some motherfuckers yelling at me. Okay. Okay. So oh, what, you're,
1: you're fucking. You just thought of something. I did. So you said giant worm and uh, something like oh flicked no. in my head. Oh no! And I was like, I wonder if that big ass worm thing from Beetlejuice was. Oh was shit. The, So I just googled that motherfucker. It was is it practical? The, no, I don't know. I don't know. It is the goofiest looking motherfucker <laughs> I've ever seen in my life. Like, this is one of those things that holds up way better in my memory than when I look well, at it now. Yeah. Like, I mean, oh, come this on. This looks fucking terrible. Um, but I think it's kind of supposed to, I don't know. This kind of looks even closer to like claymation or something as well. It's oh,
2: probably what it is. Cause that was, uh, it was Tim Burton, wasn't it? Yeah. Yeah. And he
1: loves that kind of shit. Yeah. I bet that was,
2: uh, my modern example. Only thing I could think of, man, that's a hard one. I, most people don't fuck with giant monsters being practical effects. I really don't. But I believe that all the shit in Harbinger Down was all practical with enhanced, um, you know, CG kind of yeah, things. that and was kind of tricks. their
1: their claim to fame. Yeah, because that like guy the, you
2: know. had worked on like the Thing and a whole yeah. bunch of other things. Yeah, Gillis, um, Al- Al- Gillis. Al- that's it. Yes, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, not a great movie, but uh,
1: the effects are fine. Yeah, for sure. And it, it does have a giant fucking monster. It in certainly there. fucking does. Um, mine. I, I don't. I literally don't have anything for classic giant monster movies. It's just not. Just it's never hard. really been my thing. Um, I do have a couple of modern examples. Some are better than others. I would say. Uh, and one of them is not a giant monster movie at all, but I forgot to put it there. We've been in the rules. So, when I think of uh, like a giant monster, the first thing that came to mind, and I don't know why, and this is not practical, I don't think this is practical, so fuck me for breaking the rules. <laughs> God damn, you break your rules. That's all right. Um, but uh, the, the, the giant monsters at the end of The Mist oh yeah yeah I thought about them but I'm, I'm pretty sure they're CG yeah I mean I'm sure but they they're super good. fucking awesome they look really good yes um, also Troll Hunter did you ever watch Troll Hunter I fucking love Troll Hunter so I actually had to do a little bit of research and turns out like 90% of all of the trolls are practical shut
2: up yeah I would have put that on my list had I known that. Yeah. I
1: just assumed that they were CG. So apparently there's even like a special feature on the DVD where they break down how they made them and do all these little things in the future. So I actually might want to track that down and watch it.
2: All right, all right. Troll Hunter's super good movie if you haven't watched it. It's it's a kind of a funny movie. Oh, yeah. And it's
1: trying to pretend like it's a serious documentary. So take right. that into account. Sure. Uh, and lastly, uh, these aren't giant monsters, but they're monsters all the same, and sort of an overlooked movie. But as far as like design, like a, a, a big part about monsters is, is the design, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, so as far as the design elements, uh, pretty much all of the creatures in Frankenstein's army are fucking spectacular. Oh, good call. Good uh, call. So, yeah. You know, when
2: I, speaking of not big monsters, and since we're a little off the rails here. Oh, yeah. Um,. Man, and this this ended up being disappointing at the end, but there was a moment of just like, oh shit, we're going to get a really fucking awesome practical effect creature, and that was Dark Was the Night. Oh, when man. It, that foot lands, foot, yeah. you're like, oh shit, that looks radical, it's going to be amazing, and then fucking
1: CG at the end. The worst CG. It's not good. <laughs> yeah. Disappointment. Uh, Lots of potential there. So, I don't know, Matt. How about you? How about this? How about you make us a big giant monster movie? (laughs) Right. Wink, Um, wink. I will say that James Wan has expressed interest over and over again about making a big giant monster movie. And if anyone has the financial means to do something like that, it's probably him. There you go, Matt. Go talk to James. Tell him to throw you some money. You're interested. Hey, they got that production company that uh, our boy, um, fuck, here's our boy, but we don't know his name. (laughs) Oh, you're talking about over in Spain? No, no. No, okay. Um, from Lights Out and Annabelle. Oh, 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 Sandberg. Yeah, uh David F. Sandberg. Yeah. So, we got too many boys at we, <laughs> this point. <laughs> so, basically, uh, James Wan has that production company now that Sandberg is part of. So, okay. just Matt, go ahead and we, 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 shoot us a message. I'll, I'll give you Wan's phone number and <laughs> we'll, we'll just get that going. Oh, we'll put in contact. <laughs> All right.
2: And last one from Forzy Beard States at Talon 788. What are some good movies that happen entirely in one room or location? And goddamn, I got a, several for okay. the most part. Okay. I
1: mean, I tried to be as literal as I possibly could. I,
2: I did too. I've got one that is absolutely almost perfectly literal from start to finish. Okay, give me that one. The Circle. It's not a great movie. Never saw it, but I, I, I am familiar. But yeah, it's this weird sci-fi film where everyone's trying to figure out why they're there.
1: And that's the whole movie for the most
2: part. And like <laughs> e- after like a, a certain countdown... Random motherfuckers just die.
1: Okay. It's weird. Okay. So uh, mine, I believe this one's still on Netflix. I think Circle is as well. I believe it is. Uh, But this one was for a long time if it's not still. And it's a small scale uh, UK movie Okay, uh, called Exam. Uh, it's oh, not, yeah, yeah, it's yeah. not really a horror movie Per se but it's more of a thriller With some pretty taut elements in there mm-hmm. From time to time but it's all in one room These people are taking a test they're trying to figure out How to pass it all it is is a blank sheet of paper So they're all yep. doing these crazy things and they're, they're Going crazy inside this room uh, it's, it's a good movie it's not dissimilar From the circle really oh, there you go. I yeah. mean in a lot of ways th-
2: These have some Moments of stretching but they're really great Movies and for the most part they're only In one quote unquote Location so, low-hanging fruit here, Green Room. I mean, it's in the fucking title.
0: Oh, okay, yeah. They're just
2: at the bar. Uh, Tin Cloverfield Lane. They're mostly in the bunker. Sure. And uh, still on Netflix, The Invitation. They're at
1: the house. Yeah. Yeah. So, definitely definitely lowish hanging fruit there. But awesome films, though. But you said same location. So, yes. those are the same location. <laughs> we're, we're there. We're there. Um, I would add two more. Please I've do. got Mickey Keating's Pod which oh, is yeah. basically all in like two rooms, you know, for the for majority the part, yeah. of the movie. Uh, very small quarters, a lot, very underrated movie. I'm not sure why more people don't talk about that movie. Uh, it's it's really good. I loved it. Uh, and then last would be something that I stumbled on way after release. It's one of those movies that I saw the poster for on VOD platforms for a long time. And one that I was like, fuck it. It hit Netflix. Let's do this. Uh, it's called Raze, R-A-Z-E. Did you ever uh, watch yeah, this? Yeah, no.
2: It was on my uh, radar, and I just never pulled the trigger. So
1: it didn't look like anything that would interest me in any way, shape, or form. It's uh, so basically these these women that get abducted and then almost sort of blackmailed into like extreme basement fights I against say, well, each didn't other. Didn't it have some kind of MMA element it, to it? it? Not so much MMA. Like, the MMA elements that are there are just woefully executed, but like... <laughs> Just like the straight up like just brawling combat that's okay. there is super brutal and super good. And it's basically all in like this cell and this basement room where it fights until the end. And then it kind of branches out a little bit. But super cool movie, man. I, w- I was thoroughly impressed. There it is. Raze. R-A-Z-E.
2: Right? Yep. Okay. Perfect. Uh, man those were some tough
1: questions this they week. were I feel like we just spoke for an hour it
2: felt like it my brain feels like it had to
1: work out I had to think <laughs> about shit alright so we're gonna go ahead and take our last break whenever we get back we're actually gonna spoil the fuck out of mercy gonna try to explain it for people if you're confused or if you watch it and you get confused hopefully we shed some light on that shit so if you're tuning out thanks for joining us episode 82 was awesome because of you um if you would like to pause now and go watch mercy and come back uh, by all means please do and if you've already seen mercy stay tuned after this break we're going to get into it as soon as we get back Bye. Jacob, so for the first time ever, the gloves are coming off. We're gonna do it. We're, we're we're doing this shit. We're going to spoil a movie. We're gonna talk about all the innards of the of, of how we feel Mercy played out on uh, on Netflix. It makes sense on this one too because it's on
2: Netflix. A lot of people have already seen it, and uh, like we said earlier, apparently a lot of people are confused. I thought this was a very sh- well, let me not say straightforward, but after all the cards were on the table,
1: I thought it all made sense. Yeah, I agree. And before we get into this, uh, please do let us know if this is something that you enjoy. Uh, That's true. I, I know a lot of people call out how much they like spoiler-free reviews in the podcast, so... Those aren't going anywhere, right. but if you like this kind of thing, or if you have another movie that you would like us to do like a spoiler cast on, we yeah. might be able to make this like a secondary thing that we do every Absolutely. once in a while, maybe separate from the podcast itself. That would
2: almost be easier, right? Have a little companion podcast yeah. go with each episode? That yeah. might be fun. Yeah, let us know if that's appealing to you guys. So how should we kick this off? What what would you like to start with? Do you have anything in particular that's jumping out at you? Well, well, you said that it, it's it's relatively
1: straightforward, right? Right. Uh, after the cards are down. After the cards are down. So in, in that initial bit, that initial fifteen minutes, uh, when right. both of us were kind of struggling a little bit with Ooh. the movie, um, the, the brothers are talking about. Uh, inheritance, right? Mm-hmm. So it's fairly obvious that well, it's supposed to be obvious <laughs> that yes, that they are looking to really run out the clock mm-hmm. on their mom, let her die, that way they can collect what is supposed to be a very sizable inheritance, right? Right, and, and dad dad alludes to that as well, right? So basically, there I just felt like there was too much information. Like I can understand why people are confused because sure. at first I'm like, well. These guys for being brothers, they don't look anything alike. Like that's <laughs> that's a problem. And then I'm like, well, these guys are like it wasn't it wasn't apparent to me up front that these guys are step brothers, sure. right? So then when it did happen, I was like, okay, there's this clear divide between people, and that's fine. Uh, and then whenever shit cracks off and people start entering the home in their in their ski masks and whatnot I, I think you're supposed to assume that it's the the dark-haired brothers the the the, the dad's sons basically. yes
2: the two that he has the original conversation with and said hey i've got you know it goes to me and i've already wrote your other two half brothers out right we in like that whole 15 minutes is set up to make you think oh Okay, this is what this is what we're doing, right? And they only ever show two masked people at a time
1: for the yes. longest time, and that's very, very good that they do that.
2: Yeah, it's super clever. And then, you know, they they do give I think like you were saying too much information that's unnecessary. Like I understand why they hint at the one brother having a criminal past. They never they never like weigh in
1: on it. So like, not really. I expected him to be like some big badass, right? Right? Like, like he's been bother? in jail and he does he does things for people. They mm-hmm. say so like. Okay, he had a gun, but like as soon as he came time to use it, he dropped that bitch and got shot in the head. Right. I mean, he he wasn't that much of a badass,
2: and, really. See, I, I get it because that's why the one brother tells him that he's been cut out because he expects him to flip out, right, and right. do something. But th- that doesn't play any role in the movie later. So just like, get rid of that. Get rid of that. Yeah, sure. And I think the part where we really start to get confusing, because that's a lot, and it's kind of boring, but I think it starts to get confusing when we do the uh, the time shift. See, I actually thought that was my... That I, I I think that's, for me, my, my favorite part of the movie. I like the fact that it time shifts, and we see it the things play out from a different perspective, but it seems that that, that for whatever reason, threw some people off
1: from all the conversations I was seeing online. That's so weird, man, because A... It is so obvious that that we're starting from the beginning. Right. So basically we're starting from the beginning, we we get zapped back into the to the to the start and we're basically seeing the events play out through the eyes of the villains at that point. Mm-hmm. So we we really li- we really reliving the same shit just through the eyes of the villain. And I thought that right. was really cool. Which turns out maybe they're the good guys. I don't know, are they?
2: See, I think they <laughs> I don't really think anybody's a good guy in here. Yeah, that's a big takeaway um, for me. There's no,
1: there are no good guys, right?
2: It's definitely a cultish church, which the mother is the head of, or at least spokesperson high up. Yes. or some
1: shit. Yeah. Um, which is
2: that's the only reason I could I, I, I can see why they added that VHS tape segment to, which I thought looked awesome. It looked like yep. I mean, it looked like the they recorded sound that was shit good too. Yeah, it was it was done properly, but it just
1: I don't really know that it added much. No, I think that was necessary just to show you that she was important to these people. She wasn't just a member of the church that got ill. Uh, It it was important for them to... That that tape shows they've been through some things with her in the past, right? Right. Like with the husband getting killed suspiciously and and all of these things. Like, this isn't the first time that they've come to her aid before.
2: Yeah, just... mm,
1: I feel like it could have been done a different way. I feel like that,
2: especially based on some of the conversation I saw, that VHS segment threw some people...
1: How? Like, I just don't understand. I just don't think it made it super clear. And I think if
2: you're maybe paying half attention at that point, yeah, you you just don't pick up on it. Because I, I, so. I
1: get what it was trying to do, like,
2: and I followed along, but I just don't think it did it well, well enough, at least.
1: I mean, obviously not if if so many people are confused about it. But I mean, I wasn't confused in any way, shape, or form. <laughs> the biggest aha moment for me comes, and I, and you know, I'm I'm just the type of guy that's like trying to figure out. Uh, you know, the, the title it plays a big part here, like the, right. w- the word mercy. Well, they even burn that shit into the ground. Right. So you are under the assumption that they, the church people or whoever want them to show mercy, just let her die. You know, like right. we've given you the tools needed, you know, just use them and put her out of her misery. Show her some mercy mm-hmm. and just let her pass on. Which, yeah, in
2: at the end it makes all sense why you're like why are if they want her dead why are we all trying to stop them from getting in right
1: well and you know at at the same time like it's people are like well you don't really understand like it's more complicated than that like they didn't they didn't like of course they the the brothers they want their mom to die right so they can get that millions of dollars of inheritance we believe that that are going to come pouring in um but we don't really understand like why they won't just do it. And we assume that they won't just use this tool because they love her. They don't want to see her mom their mom die. Like if it's gonna happen, just let it happen naturally. Just because we can do it ourselves doesn't mean we're sure. going to, is what the dad says, right? Which which
2: threw me off because it opens up with the doctor, who yes. I have to assume is a legitimate doctor. Mm-hmm rolling up and giving him the tools and basically giving him the okay so while you're under the assumption that this is a, a a drug to put her out of her misery like by killing her I just assume like why the fuck not you got the stamp of approval right right That's. I don't really think that's confusing as much as it might be a slight plot hole
1: see I don't think so I mean as someone that has never lost a parent or anything like, even really similar to that um, I, I can see myself still like having having that inner struggle to be like, man, like yeah, she's she's suffering, but still, like I don't know if I'm ready to do this or not. Like I can see. I can see certain people in certain environments not wanting to make that call. Just because you have the tools doesn't mean like you're ready to right. use them. I could see people. I couldn't see these people. That's probably these true. These characters. If like, they're so ready to get that money. Right. Like,
2: like you, yeah, I see that. But like, just, these guys, not, not a chance in fucking hell.
1: So when it is revealed that the bad guys, quote unquote, that are working to get into the house are part of this church... Uh, And that the the bag delivered at the beginning of the movie isn't something to kill her, but to save her, to revive her. Like it's going to end her pain. Yes, because it's going to cure her. Mm -hmm. It's going to cure her. In that moment, whenever they when whenever he injects the medicine in the top and like she 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 goes down. And I'm like, oh, this is about to be brutal. Like we're going to hear like suffer and cry. And it's going to be like, fuck, my mom's dying. No, like he he yells out, "I did it! She's cured!" And I yeah. was like, "Oh fuck!" Like that part really did catch me by surprise.
2: Yeah, I eventually not very long before that, but I I did eventually start to catch on because it does give you a little bitty breadcrumbs here and there. Because I'm like, "Why the fuck would you like? What's the big deal?" And then by the time he does, I'm like, "Ah, I bet, I bet I know what's happening here." And so it does happen. I'm like, "Oh, okay, okay," which I do like that concept. Like the whole time you're thinking. They just want to kill her. They're going to kill her with this shit. But no, they want to save her.
1: Yeah, see, even me, I didn't really catch on because the entire time I'm thinking like, yeah, this is the church. I've got that far now. Like, This is the church. Uh, And they want to show her some mercy. She's in pain. You know, let her let her go. You know, so uh, in that VHS tape, she kind of alludes to the fact that, like, we have very highly esteemed people of all races, Mm -hmm. of all occupations, lawyers, doctors, all this stuff. And this kind of goes into that. Like, this is a doctor who is obviously a high ranking member of this church who has the shit available to to help. Um, I I, I don't think that's a plot hole at all, really. Like, I think that I think that works here.
2: Yeah, it's okay. I, I thought there was going to be more dirty laundry aired out for some of the
0: characters, and it, it really okay.
2: wasn't. No, not not really. I mean, they could have been like pick and choose a couple things and flesh those out just a hair better. Because you get a lot, a whole lot of little details here and
1: there, like a lot of them, but they just none of them are fleshed out. So specifically, now that we can talk about it, like specifically, what did not you what didn't you like about it? So let's go back, like. I need to know, well, you've, you've hinted at it heavily, what the hell has
2: this one brother done that he's the criminal, the violent guy that we're all worried about? The psychopath, as they call him. Yeah, yeah, that's true. curious about that. Dad has some serious fucking issues. What the hell's going on there? Weird guy. Super weird. Yeah. We don't ever even remotely address that. Why do we need the, that girlfriend character there? I'm very confused at what she's doing there and how much she actually knows. It's hinted that she knows something. Mm-hmm. But never let you know. And fuck it. You could have just thrown all that away and just given me maybe a little bit more into this weird culty church. That would have been fun. Some juicy details.
1: Yeah. No, I mean, I can't argue with any of that, really. Especially the the girlfriend that tags along in there. Like, It's very pointless, isn't it? Like, In, in fact, one of the things that I think stands out about this movie is that it's a bunch of men. Like, you, right. you don't see that very often There's like, no final girl Right You don't have like a damsel in distress Or anything like that And I was like well, Sort this, of it with the mom But Okay well that's a very different <laughs> It's a very different yeah, it's one It's a very but different way Yeah Well you know somebody was going to say it to you Yeah <laughs> yeah sure But I actually thought that in a year where everything is about, you know, putting women in the forefront, which the horror genre is probably like the best genre of doing that. Oh, it's been doing that for so fucking long. Go back and look. It's
2: the forefront of
1: it. Yeah. Like, and and now we have incredible female directors. We have, you know, women in horror is a a big, we have a women in horror month for Christ's sake. Like, it's something that we celebrate. But every once in a while, uh, it it is kind of cool just to break away from that and just have like something different. And, as weird as it seems, just having a bunch of dudes at this point is, is kind of different. <laughs> right, the dudes are always the bad guys. <laughs> We're always right. the bad guys. Or the expendable ones. Right. like Yeah. N- not like the helpless victim. And that and that's something that rubbed me the wrong way, is that I'm not sure that that... These guys should have been so helpless. Like these are, these right. are able-bodied dudes. Like they all seem to be in relatively good shape. Two of them, the, the stepbrothers on the on the dad side. Yeah, yeah. They seem to be a little rough around the edges and ready to do some things. So I'm not sure why they caved so fucking easily when these guys who. Who aren't anything special? We realize that they're just one guy's a pudgy dude. Yeah, they're just church, you know, people. (laughs) Church psychos. Like you, you would think that you just man the fuck up and take care of some stuff, or at least try. But that never really happens. We never really get a good fight out of these people,
2: which is a little disappointing because they did do a couple things that I did like. Where homeboy goes down the stairs and he realizes that the railing has been knocked down. Yeah. All right, cool. We don't ever get to see that. It's just like. Person just walks downstairs and doesn't notice all the damage. Right. He goes in the bathroom and he's like a little wary. He's like, something's up, you right. know? Then we have that scuffle. I guess that one makes sense. You know, he bangs his noggin and he's fucking out. I guess I can accept that one. But
1: I guess that one seemed more egregious than any of them, really, because he banged his noggin, not like on the corner of the tub, but like where the wall meets the basin <laughs> in that like quarter inch gap. Like, I'm not going to say no one's ever died by that, but still, give me a little more.
2: Yeah, no, I'm with you. Like, a little more of a fight needed to be put up i think yeah. at least by somebody anybody
1: particularly but, him because he seemed like he seemed like the bigger badass than the other guy to be honest well, oh, for sure it
2: also goes back to the point i was making during the review where it's like how do all these motherfuckers waking up one by one yeah come on guys come on it did make
1: it did make a cool presentation sure sequence of events It's definitely
2: there for story purposes yes yeah. which i understand if, but if i'm nitpicking and i am trust me i am That that kind of rubbed me the wrong way.
1: Yeah, I did kind of like at the end where, because the whole time I'm thinking like, especially that first shot where you see them in the woods. Mm -hmm. No, it's Mm -hmm. it's two it's two of them. It's three of you. Like if me and you and like your brother or someone are out there and we see two guys in mass, like I bet like we're just like fuck it, let's do this, right? (laughs) Like we're we're not going to take off running. Um, at the very least, you know maybe they have a gun and they just shoot us, but they could have done that already if that was the point and they're obviously right. not doing that so I, I did appreciate at the end of the movie when he comes down the stairs and he, at this point he's just like fuck it let's do this and like screams up <laughs> right. to come on and then like seven motherfuckers come out of the side <laughs> hatch and he's like ah. Never mind. Psych, actually psych, just playing. Uh, so i actually liked it eventually someone did you know man up and be like oh fuck it i can take on. I'll at least try to take on two dudes at once for sure so uh, another thing i saw and this one did confuse me why
2: it was confusing to other people was the very ending some people were very confused and i'm not really sure why but let's go ahead and address it what happened at the very end okay when they're taking mom out on the stretcher yeah so that's Homemade stretcher The church people Are taking her And I'm assuming They're taking her To either the church Or whatever Compound they got Yeah Yeah, Just somewhere safe With them Yeah And then there's a gunshot But it doesn't show But I think I it's safe to assume people. It is the safest thing to assume the that doctor the last, shoots the son. Yeah, the last brother is getting capped because
1: it, they're already too far in. He's a witness. Yeah, he, yeah, they make they make mention of that. Like they've already seen too much. It's for, unfortunate for, for the girl. Like because I mean, at their hearts, I feel like some of these guys are good people. Yeah, they're, they're doing like, this for the quote unquote greater good. Right? Absolutely, because some guy says like she hasn't done.
2: Anything. She's innocent. She's innocent. Yeah, yeah. but they're like, well, mm, wrong place, wrong time. Right. Basically. So
1: you, you you don't you think they would apply that logic to her and not to the son that was hiding <laughs> right. you guys Right, cuz he go. gave in. Yeah, I know. And even like the mom when she's on the stretcher and coming out the house, she gives him that look like I know everything.
2: Yeah. Like you're fucked. And then she looks away from it very deliberately yeah. like, yeah, like yeah. you you're out, dude. Yeah. You're done. You were nothing anymore. Yeah. So I very
1: obvious in my eyes at least to how this thing plays out. So so let's just for the sake for, for the sake of a chain of events. Yeah, let's right? do it. So basically, a bunch of brothers can go to a house. Yep. Right? They all go to sleep. Yep. We think that they're waiting for mom to die so they can get an inheritance. Correct. Okay? People break in. mm mm-hmm. we, since we Since they only show two people on a screen at once. We are led to believe. That it's the stepbrothers that are going to get the inheritance. Mm-hmm. All of it yep. if if they kill mom and the brothers along with yep. them. Right? Um, once it kind of cracks off, we, we learn that it's actually this church that is here to to kill mom, to put her out of her misery, basically, mm-hmm. right? But na-na, bitches, that's <laughs> not true either. Actually, it's this cult that is... Just hell bent on protecting and serving their their clergy members, mm-hmm. especially their high ranking officials and everything. Uh, so actually, the what their purpose is there to do is to cure them. And the reason that the 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 family doesn't want to use this big box is because that it's going to cure them. And if they cure them, then they don't get any money, yep. right? So once all of that is discovered, e- easy. We we've cured mom. Yep. We've also killed a lot of people that we didn't want to kill. Like that wasn't <laughs> the plan, but we've killed a lot of people yep, here. So now we have to erase the evidence. Mm-hmm. We got to eliminate all loose ends, uh, cut all ties, and, and and get mom out of here. I mean, it's it's that simple. I feel yep. like. Yeah. So that answers your beginning part where he hands
2: the bag off. He's handing off the antidote, and he's telling dad. Do this. Trust me. You need to do this, or else.
1: Right. Right. Without saying, hey, like, hey, this is your shot. Yeah. Like, we're Make gonna it easy. we're gonna come invade your yep. shit
2: if you don't do this. Make it easy. That also explains the phone call why he's at the stop sign. Who yep. he's talking to? He's calling in the the cavalry because they're gonna do some shit. And then obviously, like you said at the end, they're just having to tie up loose ends at that point.
1: Because if you notice, and we and we do jump time, right? We do. So the brother. Um, at the beginning of the movie, he's at the stop sign mm-hmm. and he turns left, right, which is the, the opposite direction of where the doctor is coming from. Mm-hmm. Which means the doctor has already visited the house. Yep. So he's making the, he's already been declined. So now he's yeah, like you said, he's calling in the cavalry. Absolutely. So fairly self-explanatory, I think. Like, the whole time, basically,
2: you're led to believe that the characters we're introduced to at the beginning are our quote unquote protagonist, but really, in the grand scheme of things, they're kind of our antagonist. Not that anybody's—I would classify anybody as a good guy—but if you're gonna have to give somebody that label, probably the church guys.
1: I guess. I mean, there's still a group of extremists.
2: Well, oh yeah, they're still fucking still,
0: crazy. Yeah. but
2: but I guess if we're looking at it from the point of the mother, yes. So I I, I feel like we answered all all the potential I, questions.
1: I can't right? imagine there's anything else. I right, couldn't either. If you, if you are still confused by anything, please, by all means, <laughs> right. let us know, and we will try to work it out. Uh, but I, I do feel like there's plenty of purposeful misdirection in there. Very heavily. That straightens itself out and ties itself in a pretty bow. Yeah, yeah. It may, like, I
2: argue with the execution all you want to, but I, I will say it, by the time it reaches the, the end, it it did what it was supposed to. It sweeped all the things up.
1: Yep. All right, man, we got anything else on that one? I feel like we just, uh, I feel like we knocked that one out of the park. Just slayed it, (laughs) basically. Just killed it. All right, guys, so thank you so much for being part of episode 82 of the Modern Horrors podcast. It is a pleasure, as always. Until next week, thank you. We love you. We are out of here.